1: that's chumbacasino.com.
0: No purchase necessary. DTW report prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18
1: plus. The George Wilder Jr. show is now on the A- mm-hmm. Take it away. No. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. chicago's finest internet radio show making a world a better place one show at a time the george wilder jr show is now on the air take it away dad all right welcome to the george wilder jr show on blog talk radio blog talk radio george wilder jr show can you hear me let me try something here folks We are on the air, and I'm so glad you're with me. It's a great day to play (laughs) in Chicago. Beautiful, beautiful, but bad news. You probably have heard about it a lot better, uh, sooner than I have. Anyway, Congress does a Wall Street, Congress does Wall Street a big favor as banks post records profits. And guess what, folks? You, the saver, saver, uh, saver. I mean, when you save the money, is what I'm trying to say. Uh, consumer. Uh, lawmakers passed a bill to roll back regulations adopted after the 220, uh, 2008 financial crisis. I mean, it, the Republicans and Donald Trump are doing everything they can to destroy the economy, to destroy America. Uh, they are looking out for the rich and the, the corporations. They're not looking out for you or me or anything. And um, we just have to make a big change. I mean, a big change Come November, throw these scoundrels out on their butts, throw them out on their asses. They are not for us. They are not with us. They're about money. They're about crooked schemes and scandals and lying and, and bitching and 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 being evil and mean and, and to the uh, uh, to America. The Republicans are not for. America, they're for themselves, they're greedy, they're greed, they're criminal activity. How do these people get away with these crimes? How do these politicians get away with these high-end crimes? Everybody knows that they're committing all of these ethical crimes, criminal crimes, whatever it is, lying, bitching, scheming, obstruction of justice money laundering colluding treasonous uh, activities how do they get away with this isn't there some sort of a police out there for these guys and girls who are in congress who are breaking the laws there should be a law enacted in 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 the constitution right now uh, i'm i'm thinking as soon as the democrats get in they should and if they end up controlling everything in 2020 they should Start with amending the Constitution, with uh, with laws that uh, immediately immediately get rid of crooked crooks, thug-ass politicians like Republicans. Anybody who breaks a promise to the American people or breaks uh, a constitutional law should be thrown out on their asses immediately. Not waiting one or two years until they're. Uh, up for a re-election, or or they decide they want to resign, they should get out immediately. Because this this is something. All of these crimes are being broken, and none, and no one is being arrested. Okay, there's Bob Mueller's uh, investigation, but we don't know what that's going to entail. Why is it taking so long? This should be a sh- open and shut case. Why is it taking so long? Anytime our politicians lie through their teeth to undermine america and the united states they should uh be out on their asses i understand that there are supposed to be checks and balances of each uh for each branch of government but that's not happening the the, uh, legislative is not checking the executive branch the judicial branch is not checking The legislative branch, three, three branches of government with the same amount of power. But they're not checking one another because they're all in cahoots together. It's a great big empire of criminals, um, of Republicans all over the United States. Criminal Republicans are holding all kinds of offices, spitting on the people who put them in office, spitting on the taxpayer who is uh, who are uh, footing the bill spitting on the taxpayer who, who are funding, uh, their campaigns and, and, uh, writing their checks. They're working for the American people. They're not working for themselves. I mean, you got so many politicians all over the damn, all, all over the United States, rogue ass politicians, mean, evil, nasty, uh, liars, scandalous, traitorous fucks all over everywhere and getting away with it. Living to scheme and lie and be nasty another day. This is totally unreal. This is totally unreal. States of America, that this uh, uh, administration wants to be uh, Nazi Germany, Hitler, And these people aren't, and it's not a joke. They want to destroy everything that you love. Public education. Here is the latest shootings, school shootings. Nothing is being done about it. Santa Fe, Fe, Texas. Yeah, Santa Fe, Texas. The latest school shootings. Another school, deadly shooting where many, many people, 10 people died just before uh parkland shootings and just before a lot of other school shootings uh nothing is being done about these school shootings nothing whatsoever the republicans aren't going to do a damn thing about gun control and they don't give a damn about not doing a damn thing they don't care what you think they don't care what i think they don't care what i say they don't care give a fuck what you say they don't care about your feelings they don't care about america they want to destroy it They don't care that other countries around the world have sensible gun laws and we have, and we don't. They don't give a fuck about that. They don't give a fuck if you don't vote for them no more. Right now they're trying every way that they can to try to stay in office and finding a way to cheat and to suppress the vote to keep you and me from voting your asses out. And then there's those Republicans who actually just quit and walk out because they know that the jig is up. But why why isn't there any checks and balances on some of these thug, uh, roguish Republicans who are uh, abusing their power, not doing their jobs, lying and cheating, and just about getting away with it? Congress rolling over for Donald Trump. Republicans rolling over for Donald Trump when they know he's a thug, rogue, scandalous, criminal, Republican. That's all they see is Republican. And I'm kind of skeptical of, of Robert Mueller, this investigation. You know, uh, he's a Republican. Maybe he's, maybe he could be soft on Donald Trump because Donald Trump is a Republican. They're in the same party. I don't know. But it is uh, uh, doomsday for America. I mean, we've got these crooks, Paul Ryan. Mitch McConnell, Donald Trump, and then there's Fox News. Then you got Sinclair, these television stations. You've got all of these uh right-wing propaganda, all of these right-wing lies coming out of uh uh me- the media uh, as in the, the tune of Fox News and a lot of these other right right-wing wacko uh Radio stations and television stations are putting all of this garbage out here, and people are eating it up. Some people are eating it up, and they believe that shit. The dummies, the ignorant fools, and the haters, they're want they going to believe everything that's coming out of the They don't give a damn about what other countries think of us. They just want to take us all the way back to Nazi Germany. The racism is just off the hook the racism, the hate, the division. They cared nothing about that. The only thing Trump cares about, and one of the things that Trump cares about is trying to uh, up in Ob- everything that Obama has done, which is for good, for good. To protect you and me from a lot of these scandals and and. And, and being able to sue, uh, uh, Trump wants to up in. He wants us to forget that Obama was ever president. But that can never happen because he's so bad. If he wants us wants us to forget that Obama was ever president, then he he better do something to
2: outdo
1: Obama. But that's that's Obama wasn't the greatest president ever. And there are some, uh, as I was telling the guests yesterday on the show. There are some problems I had with with Obama, excuse me, with Obama, Barack Obama. There's problems I had with him, and there's problems we we can all attest that we had with Obama. But we never expected anything like this with the Trump. I mean, this is just awful. Trump goes on a tweet storm and misspells every damn word that he tweets, but he gets away with it. The dumbest president ever. I mean, he could be the dumbest president ever. I mean, it was a movie called The Wackiest Gun in the West. I think this could be Donald Trump. He sets a bad, um, bad president for the youth, the young people coming up. Spelling, Uh, you know, spelling badly, and he doesn't try to correct it. He just keep on misspelling, misspelling, misspelling. He doesn't give a damn if you call him a dumbass president. He just wants power. And he will do anything and say anything to stay in power and to stay out of jail if that means obstructing justice, lying through his teeth, and going around every day admitting his guilt. I mean, he's got this asshole Rudy Giuliani out there that actually Rudy Giuliani is, <laughs> is not a good choice for him because Rudy Giuliani has been throwing, inadvertently throwing him under the bus. But anyway, let me get back to all of this, these scandals and, and all of this kind of shit that's going on. Pardon my language, folks, but this is uh, a time for it. I mean, if you're not pissed off at what's going on and it's all, it's just getting worse. And with the Congress uh, um, passing a bill to roll back regulations, uh, banking regulations, it is uh, is awful. Remember the housing crisis? This is one of the reasons why Obama enacted it because of the housing crisis. These people, these Republicans, which are a few of them, I'm looking at Paul Ryan right now. I, I can't wait till he's his asses out of there. But as as I've said, now until November 2018, these people, these people, these Republicans, these assholes are gonna do all kinds of damage to the country as uh, 2018 rolls around, November 2018 rolls around, rolls around and they're trying right now to figure out how to keep us from voting because they wanna stay in power even though they know they're fucking criminals and should be thrown in jail every last one of them and i'm praying that muller is a straight up guy he's a straight shooter he's looking at the law and nothing else he's not a, he's not aligning himself with these crooks because they're republicans and he's a Republican. that he is uh, uh attuned with the law and justice and get these thugs and these rat asses out of here. The public, we're going to vote them out. They're, they're, their asses is coming out, but we want to we do more than just vote them out. We want to send them to jail. Impeaching Trump is, is nothing. He'll just go back to Mar-a-Lago or his, his Trump towers and stuff and relax. he needs need to go to jail. These people need to be in jail. They need to be indicted. They need to be subpoenaed. They need to be... There need to be grand juries all over the place. These people need to go to jail for their crimes in office. These people need to go to jail for not upholding the Constitution that they swore by before entering office. They need to rot in jail. Trump, Mike Pence, McConnell, paul ryan and a lot and the rest of these thugs and criminals that surround trump and around them round some around in america in these governorships even some of these small races around the country where you got these thug republicans nasty filthy ass criminal republicans who are looking down on the people who voted for them who are treating The people who gave them their jobs, their great health care like dirt vote them out and it's going to take an uprising of the american people to get this country back there's so many people who are bitching about what's going on but they're doing absolutely nothing you've got to do something you just cannot just say hey you cannot say it's just awful the way things are going you have to do something well what you want me to do i can't do nothing but vote you can do more than vote get out here in your community organize march rally even though marching and rallying uh, uh these guys and girls in in congress they will see you marching and rallying they will hear your voices but they will not pay any attention to you you got to get in these people's face you got to get up in their faces. Of course, you won't get, be able to get close to them because they have what? Secret Service protection or something like that. But there, there is so much people can do. March. I think there should be a march. This is just me. I think there should be a march on Washington, a march on the White House every every uh, week. Not every month. Not every six months. Not every year. I think there sh- it should be. Uh, around the clock that's the only way these people are going to see this or get this because if we do something only once a month or, one, or once uh, every six months uh it's not going to mean anything to these politicians they're just going to look at it and boohoo it and just go on about their rotten business but if we stay in their face throw their answers out Donald Trump is all about violence. We know that. He's all about violence. There's so much blood on this man's hands, it's it's ridiculous. And I'm not saying that we should be about violence. We should be about taking the White House out of his hands, taking the government out of these rogue Republicans' hands. I mean, these people are breaking the law. Why isn't somebody arresting them? These people have broken the Constitution. They have broken that pledge to the constitution they put their hands on the bible to to uphold the constitution and all they do is use the constitution for toilet paper and getting away with it if i committed a crime right now i wouldn't be able to get away with it you committed a crime they're going to come get you and lock you up why is it that these people are committing all kinds of crime and they're still in office making tons and tons of money off their offices And then destroying America in, in in its wake and getting away with it. There should okay. We have no checks and balances in in Congress right now. None. But if this has been a, a Democratic administration, you bet there would be checks and balances. The Republicans are a rogue organization. I mean, it's all over America, not just Washington. They are sticking together to ruin, to take down America along with Donald Trump. Donald Trump, the Republicans and Russia are at work here and getting away with it. Only thing we got is Bob Mueller. We got one we got, we have one other thing. We have our vote. But that's Uh, away away from now uh, at the broadcast of this show. That's a ways away. Donald Trump is doing all kinds of mess. The Republicans are doing all kinds of shenanigans under our noses. All right, let's get back. Congress does Wall Street a favor as banks post Records profits. And this is bad for our economy. This is bad for every American who has a savings account, is what I was trying to say in the beginning. Okay, Congress sent a bill to President Donald Trump. Anything Congress sends to Donald Trump, he's going to sign it. They know it. This is why they this is one of the reasons why they have not impeached him, because they've come up with something. They send it to his desk, to his desk. He signs it. It's a victory for Trump. Elections have their consequences, folks. And this is just awful. Uh, Congress sent a bill to President Donald Trump's desk Tuesday, intended to roll back regulations adopted after the 2018 financial crisis, weakening, weakening consumer protection and modestly increasing the risk of another banking collapse. Remember 2008, everything was falling apart. Obama Obama uh, fixed that some kind of way. But now the Republicans wants to destroy it again. The bill's passage marks the second major legislative victory for both Trump and the sector following last year's tax tax cut. There you go. That tax cut it was a scam. The only people who benefited from that are corporations and the rich it was just however trump threw crumbs to, to the working class the package will benefit banks both large and small limit consumer remedies against credit reporting agencies including scandal plague equifax Curb the government's ability to collect data on racial discrimination in the housing market and allow large regional banks to rely on more risky debt to finance their operations. In a nutshell, it's bad for consumers. This is bad. This is why I say we have to vote blue. We have to vote strong. We have to vote, um, in droves just because the republic uh, republicans can enact uh this pain on america on on america on the american consumer we can undo reverse everything that these guys and girls are doing in congress all we have to do is vote blue put in a democrat put in a true Progressive, a true liberal. I want to, uh, uh, and the people that you're voting for, make sure that they are the people uh, with your interests. Vote for people who, who think the way you do, who want what you want. Vote the people who are going to turn this country around. Vote, vote, vote. Then we can reverse a lot of the damage that has been done by Trump and the Republicans. Because there's lots of damage. It's going to take years. It's going to take maybe even decades. But we can do it but we can do we have to vote they're going to try to cheat they're going to try to suppress the vote they're going to try and find a way to keep you from going to the polls they're going to be making up all kind of shit saying voter fraud this and voter fraud that they're going to be doing all kinds of mess but if we vote in but if we vote in high volume high volume voting it's no way that they can try to tip this election because so many people will be out there voting standing in long lines long after the voting polls have been closed but the scale open the republicans are going to try they're going to yell they're going to bitch they're going to scream they're going to lie about this and that when it comes to voting just do not pay them any attention of course you know fox news is going to be yelling like they always do the bullshit that comes out of that station—it's—it's it's unreal. It's unreal, and people should stop tuning into that station, boycott uh, that station until it's off the air. Period. Stop tuning into a bunch of lies. Fox station, Fox News station, and like Sinclair—these are Republican uh, propaganda uh, uh, media. Stop tuning into these type of shows. Stop giving Fox the ratings that they're getting. I'm hearing that the ratings are down, and it's understandably so. But you got to actually you got to get more people to stop watching Fox. I understand a lot of people watch Fox just to get a laugh, just to see Sean Hannity make a fool out of himself. Because I believe, you know, that Sean Hannity probably has an office in the White House. That that's my thinking. If he doesn't issue appears that he has the, his closeness to Donald Trump and his closeness to Donald Trump's lawyer, Michael Cohen. Uh to the the uh two hundred and fifty eight to one hundred and fifty nine household came as banks are posting high profits. And that's the thing. Banks are they're not hurting. They're not hurting at all. It's just that the Republican Congress They're giving the banks more money, taking more money out of your pocket and giving it to the banks who do not need your money. Republicans are going to reward them with your money anyway. it's, it's, It's horrible. So the only way we can change this around, the only way this is going to happen, folks, we have to take back Congress. People have to blow, vote, blue. and there's so many people out. And there's so, many, excuse me, there's so many people out here who are enthusiastic about voting. Democratic enthusiasm is high. It's just that November, from this point, November 18, November 6, 2018, seems so far away. And by being so far away, the Trump and the Republicans can do all kinds of damage uh, coming up on November 6, 2018 as I said, if we do the right thing, uh, uh, we can take this country back and reverse some of the damage, if not all of it. Just, we just got to hang in there. And I want to say to people out there to stay positive, you know, do not feel depressed. Do not feel down because we are, we're in a whirlwind because these people are trying to turn back the time. Do not feel, uh, uh, that stay up, stay positive, stay motivated, uh, smile because you know that you and your friends, your family are going to be at the polls in November. And we're going to take our country back, but do not relax for a moment to think that the Republicans aren't going to cheat. They're not going to lie their way, uh, to try to uh stop you from voting. They're not going to yell and laugh, yell and bitch, and lie and scream out on Fox News and other stations like it, voter fraud. Remember, it is more of us than it is of them. There's more progressives, there's more liberals than there are Republicans. And they know it. This is why they're going to try their damnness to keep you, me, and the rest of us from voting, if they can. But if we vote the way I said we should vote, or you think we should vote, there's no way. No matter what kind of shenanigans or despicable uh, act that they try to suppress the vote, if we vote in droves and vote hard and vote constantly and vote you know, they cannot win. Their tricks will not work. Donald Trump right now is is talking, is saying things about Democrats like Democrats are the lowest denominator on the face of the earth. That's because he wants you to think that. He wants you to think that because he he wants you to vote Republican. Nobody on earth should believe a damn thing that Donald Trump says. Nobody on the face of the earth should believe anything that comes out of the White House. But there's people who do because they're stupid, they're dumb, and they want to believe everything he says because they're just as racist, just as criminal as he is. All right, you've been listening to the George Wanda Jr. Show on Black Talk Radio. That was my daily for today. Thanks a lot. Um. yeah does anybody have any doubt Trump and the Republicans are in this for themselves and for the rich that's all it is folks Trump they're in it for the rich they're not in it for you you're working every day you have a job to go to you have kids in school public schools uh, private schools you have kids uh, this is all about them this uh is all about the republicans this is all about taking your money and putting them in your put it in their pockets and then they're going to be off on retirement you know this is all about them the banks doesn't need any more money but the republicans are putting it in their pockets, our tax dollars, Congress does Wall Street a favor as banks post record profits. The only reason why some of these banks are posting record profits, because they're screwing me and you. That's our money. They're screwing me and you. And now uh, Congress wants to uh, ease the regulations on them so they can screw us some more, take more of our money. And that's what this is all about. It's a shame. Donald Trump will sign it because Donald Trump loves to win. This is not a win. This is a a travesty. That's what this is, a travesty. All right, you've been listening to the George Wilder Jr. show, and I've been talking, we've been talking about uh, uh, Congress kissing Wall Street's ass. That's what we're talking about here. And they don't give a damn what we say. How we say it, when we say it, they just don't give a damn. That's why we have to make some changes. We have to make some changes. The rich just got richer. (laughs) That's all. Corporations just got richer. You and I, we just got poor because of what's going on in Washington, D.C. And I'm gonna say this again, vote blue. Vote, all right? And uh, keep voting blue until we get these scoundrels up out of there because they need to be gone and we can turn this country back around. But for now, it's in Donald Trump and the rogue Republicans' hands. George Wilder Jr. show is now on the air.
3: of the Fifth Estate, gunfight in America. You had that your peace. You had to, your
0: peace. You had There's your peace. Be quiet. Hold on. Oh, 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 oh. Anybody that wants to
3: disarm me can drop dead. And I'm here to tell you, 1776 will commence again if you try to take our firearms. It's a shootout over one of the country's most popular <laughs> and lethal weapons. <laughs> to hear what you he believes to be done but if you expected compromise after the tragedy of Sandy Hook school work again when you must fight don't lose
4: the only thing that stops a bad guy with a gun is a good guy with a gun
3: a battle royale on the Airways going after our guns
5: chipping away at our freedom
3: and on US streets why it may be closer than you think my argument is Canada why don't you demand something that they're killing your citizens be that as it may you're not going to take our guns away Canadian hello I'm Bob McEwen welcome to the fifth estate even in the unrelenting litany of American mass shootings the tragedy in December at that elementary school in Newtown Connecticut somehow seems so much worse Whether it's the ages of the children, the teachers shot trying to save them, or the military-style weapon used in the attack, the impact of Newtown has been profound. But for all the hope there might be common ground between the forces of gun rights and gun control, as you're about to see, the U.S. firearms industry is a deeply entrenched web of manufacturers, retailers, lobbyists, and at its very heart, the National Rifle Association. Most powerful gun rights organization in the world, with a long history in which compromise has never been seen as a good thing.
5: So, Maggie, how was
6: your weekend? Oh, it was my daughter's birthday on Saturday. Was Thank it? You for asking. Oh, yes. well, yes.
5: So that's so I, I, nice. It is. I'm nice. glad you had Thank lots you. of time and breathing room to celebrate that. Amidst the tweet storm yeah. that focused in part on you, in part right. on Michael Cohen, so let me just read one of the president's 24 tweets. This weekend, the one that Uh, relates to you. Uh, The New York Times and a third-rate reporter named Maggie Haberman, known as a crooked H. Flunky, who I don't speak to and have nothing to do with, are going out of their way to destroy Michael Cohen and his relationship with me in the hope that he will flip. They use non-existent, quote, sources. And a drunk, drugged-up loser who hates Michael... A fine person. That a, is not
7: you, Maggie. You know, who
5: is that? With a, wonderful pers- uh, with a wonderful family. Uh, Michael is a businessman for his it own account lawyer, huh, who I have always liked and respected. Most people will flip if the government lets them out of trouble, even if it means lying or making up stories. Sorry, I don't see Michael doing that, despite the horrible witch hunt capitalized and the dishonest media. He was upset about your reporting about the, the pickle that Michael Cohen is in. Right. What, how do you explain how exercised he was? Well,
6: I think that this is a topic, as we've discussed here over several mornings, uh, is, is one that uh, is hitting a nerve with him. I think that he is, he and his lawyers are very anxious about the Southern District investigation into Michael Cohen. That is right now more of an imminent threat than the Robert Mueller uh, special counsel probe is. Um, the president, uh, I look, the story was really not about... Uh, you know, destroying their relationship. The president has destroyed their relationship pretty handily on his own over a very long period of time. And that is what the story was about, which is that he has been, um, he is abusive, according to almost everyone I speak to, to to most people in his orbit. And family is not accepted um, from that. But but he is particularly abusive to Cohen over the years. And then the question becomes, does that come back to haunt him at this point? I, I do not believe that that would be um, an only factor in Cohen's mind. Only Michael Cohen obviously knows what he is thinking of doing because he's been um, so
5: loyal, despite the verbal abuse Correct. and despite the disrespect. Correct. He's been so loyal, so Correct. obviously that hasn't bothered him to that degree in the past. Well, or at least
6: there wasn't sort of the the presentation of his life or the president's life right. in front of him before, and that I think is what is going to prosecutors going to hand him
7: right. And look, right. Like, you know, let's just be clear about what's going on. You know, Maggie uh, better than anybody. We're nowhere near the idea of Michael Cohen being presented with any kind of offer to have to do anything. You know, there's an investigation. Uh, I still don't understand what the charges would be Uh, reading everything through. I I don't even know what it is yet. So we're going to have to see what it is. It's a very good point. That the president is not uh, preoccupied with this. That's why he'd go after you. Everybody Mm knows his um, his description of your relationship and who you are is silly. Uh, There are few reporters that he's given more access to. We know what he's saying isn't true, but it is a clear reflection of what's going on with him. Mm. Now, are we going to have this situation be once again where he's flooded the zone with so much BS that we don't look at each of it individually? Because this is a man who has pledged to take the opioid Mm -hmm. um, crisis real, to treat addiction in a Mm -hmm. way that no president has before. We know he has to be talking about Sam Nunberg, right? Mm -hmm. Nobody else fits The description of being anyone who would be connected in any way to any kind of uh, problems with addiction except for him. Um, And again, maybe it's speculation, maybe it isn't, but that's true. Should he be held to account, the president of the United States, for referring to somebody as a drugged up drunk when he says he wants to Mm -hmm. give attention to addiction, treat these Mm -hmm. people with respect, treat them as sick, help with the problem because he just identified the problem. He is the problem. The stigma is a big part of the problem in changing how we deal with it. I know all the other stuff is great political intrigue, no, but, but should we is, focus on that?
6: I, I totally agree with you. Yes, we should. I mean, this is somebody who, a huge driver for his election, both in the primaries and in the general election, was concerned about the opioid crisis, um, the spread of addiction, the lack of treatment, the lack of options. He was very good at going to events and sort of sounding a note of compassion, calling someone yeah. a drugged-up loser yeah, they, on Twitter, they're, they're, they're and especially then creating they're this kind of, who is it? Mess. Is it Sam Nunberg? The is it someone it. else came? Uh, that is the opposite, and, and that is, is something um, that people who have been uh, working in the field of addiction for well, a very long time have been trying to push back against. When it comes from illegal, the president of the United yeah. States, it is it is a fundamentally stronger message, and it is, as we know, I mean, I think this is the reality, Chris. Yeah. That you're pointing to, and it's an important it's an important mm-hmm. point. Um, this is how he really feels what he's about addicts you know we know that he had a brother who died of alcoholism we know that he considers addiction to be weak um whatever he says to people when he is either um dealing with people who have lost children as he did recently in new hampshire um to opioids or when he is trying to sound as if he is focused on this crisis
5: that is very revealing to say what he said um he's obviously very exercised as well about what's happened to james comey the book tour and the memos that were released that James Comey had written after meeting with um, Donald Trump. So here's another tweet. James Comey illegally leaked classified documents to the press in order to generate a special counsel. Therefore, the special counsel was established based on an illegal act. Really? Does anybody know what that means? I mean, I don't know that he knows what that means based on that tweet,
6: because we don't actually know that what Comey did um, was, quote-unquote, illegal. We do not know whether there was classified information that should have been, that was retroactively classified yet. That, looking that at that is being looked, well, there's a big difference between something being looked at and something being done, but the same way there is a big difference between a country saying they're going to denuclearize and actually saying that. For sure, <laughs> and I we're mean, going to get to that. Yeah.
5: But that is what triggered the special counsel. Mm-hmm. That's right about that. The, 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 the James Comey handing over the uh, memos to a friend. Well, yeah, you no, know, I was going to that's not counsel. true. Yeah, there were the, the memos were part of it, but the fact that the president fired Comey
6: mm-hmm. in what um, the deputy attorney general clearly was concerned was at least partly politically yep. motivated, partly personally motivated. All of that is what triggered. Sure,
5: sure. But I mean, you just heard James Comey there say, "I had hoped." To to trigger something by releasing these because he was so alarmed by what he had already heard. Sure.
6: But, I mean, I think that, again, this this always goes back. The president's very good at winnowing things down to the act and trying to get us to kind of um, fight on those terms. Uh, He he has been more successful than I think people realize it's setting the terms of debate of the coverage of what he does. But the reality is that as the Comey present, and as all of our independent reporting showed at the time, the, the collective we... There were many reasons right. um, that people were concerned. That Rosenstein
7: happens, pulled right. the trigger on this. And, you right. know, and this was, this was uh, right. Trump's guy. You know what's impressive to me about this? Not that he, once again, how can you not know how to spell counsel with special counsel when you've written about it so many times, Mr. President? Just, you know, take a beat. You know, realize what words you're putting down there. Your words matter. How can somebody who has... Twitter. Well, but, I mean, at this point, how many times has he written about Jim Comey and the special right. counsel? He still misspells it? What, I, what I'm saying is... Somebody who has the best information in the world about all of this stuff, right? We don't right. even come close. He is always going off what he hears in the media about yes, this. Right. Jim Comey says, you know, I really wanted to give it a push, you know. And he's kind of, he's kind of boosting himself anyway, right? It's part of his book tour. He knows uh, right. that it was his firing, not what he did. Uh, but. The president picks up on what the guy says as part of his book tour, and that's more important to him than all the information he could have about this investigation from the people doing it?
6: He, As you both know, he comes to conclusions, and then he looks for information that can back that up. And so he's watching television, he's watching these interviews, he's watching Fox News, and he has decided that Comey is corrupt, and this is all wrong, and look, that's what points to it. And He's living the dream, the this go. man. All
7: the dreams that we've had are great to know for sure. He's always a phone call away, yes, from sure. Yes. And yet he goes on what he sees can't,
6: on Fox. Can't control what that information that he's getting, um, you know, from his actual government. It's much easier to try to control what people are seeing through your Twitter feed.
1: All righty, thanks for that, folks. That was great. We will, we're gonna do this, and we will be right back. Has to testify,
0: subpoenaed really to testify. on Friday, Donald Trump signed a 1.3 trillion dollar spending bill after he promised us that he was going to veto that 1.3 trillion dollar spending bill. After he announced his intent to veto this, he then gave a press conference where he said, "I'm not going to do anything like this again." Yeah, I'm going to sign this, but but you're on notice here. This is totally the last time I'm I'm ever going to do this, so you need to straighten up and fly right there, Congress. And immediately, in a collective form of duh moment, Republican voters and Republican Donald Trump supporters realized that they had been conned. It was a beautiful, beautiful moment, and I don't want to get into how horrible this budget is, because it absolutely is, but what was great about it was that collective light bulb going off over the head of Donald Trump supporters, including people like Ann Coulter and Laura Ingram, who after Trump signed the budget bill, basically said that he was going to be impeached. Ann Coulter said that when Trump said, I'll never do something like this again, she responded by saying, yeah, because you'll be impeached. Even the Drudge Report had to come out and attack Donald Trump. For his fake veto threat. Donald Trump just alienated a ton of his closest allies because he is a fraud. He is a con man. And if you go through some of the comments on Twitter on these stories, the Trump voters now understand that. They admit, yeah, we got conned by this guy. We thought we were getting a negotiator. Instead, we're just getting a lapdog who rolls over for Congress. Now, As soon as Trump says something horrible and racist, all these people are going to be back on his side again. So I'm sure his advisors are trying to come up with something stupid for him to say, to get the Coulters and the Ingrams and the Drudge Report folks back over on his side. But at least for this brief moment, Ann Coulter is in favor of impeachment. Laura Ingram is in favor of impeachment. All because they finally realized, See, that was if only for a second, they but all of the Trump voters in this country had been conned by Donald Trump, who is not a negotiator, he's not a good businessman, and he sure as hell isn't a good politician.
6: Oh, I think we'll start uh, right there. We'll begin with that stunning revelation <laughs> from President Trump's-
5: If President Trump today called you and said, You've been a thorn in my side. This is annoying to me. I have bigger business that I'd like to move on to. How much do you want? I'll write you a check.
3: A number that would allow
5: him to.
0: According to a recent report by the New Yorker, the Trump administration is so hard up to find new staffers and to fill some of the many vacant positions that they have in the White House, that they have actually stopped asking applicants for professional references so that they could check up and see if this person is actually on the level. In addition to that, the uh, uh, 63-question questionnaire that the White House used for potential staffers has actually been cut in half. Now they're only asking potential applicants about 30 questions before they consider whether or not to bring them in for a job interview and hire them for, again, one of the very many vacant positions in this administration. But the professional references thing is what actually scares me. All right, I had a text message the other day from my nephew. He's applying for a job at a uh, newly constructed Dairy Queen, okay, Dairy Queen, the text asked if he could use me as a reference, and I said, yeah, absolutely, I'd be more than happy to do that for you. So I point that out to make this point, Dairy Queen has stricter hiring guidelines than the Trump administration. Like you gotta have people willing to vouch that you're perfectly capable of putting ice cream into a cup, but you don't have to have anybody say that you're good (laughs) to go to work in the Trump White House. That's how chaotic and borderline psychotic this White House has gotten. I mean, these are people who are going to be quite literally carrying folders filled with top secret information. Shouldn't we know why they left their last job? Shouldn't we know what their previous employers have to say about their work ethic and their trustworthiness? I think that's actually pretty important because if it's good enough for Dairy Queen, then I think it's good enough for the Trump administration and the office of the presidency itself. We need to know what is going on with these people's histories because if we don't know, We might end up with more people working in the White House like a guy, like Jared Kushner, a guy who can't even fill out his own security clearance forms properly and just had to resubmit yet another form for the 40th time because he keeps lying on it. So yeah, I think we need to check professional references when somebody's applying for a job in the White House, if for no other reason than to avoid having more idiots there like Jared Kushner.
3: the Committee to Investigate Russia, uh, representing Hollywood on that committee. Your thoughts at the end of one year and where we are as we've watched this week, Rudy Giuliani and others say not only that the investigation is illegitimate, but that when its findings are presented, he will in fact and the White House will in fact tear it to shreds. Well, I mean, we're, you know, this is breakneck speed for uh, an investigation of this magnitude. We've never seen anything like this. We have a foreign power uh, basically trying to undermine our democracy and the possibility that uh, uh, the president of the United States is in a, a conspiracy with that foreign power. This has never happened before in this country, and you can see why the other side is is, is putting out a full court press because... Uh, they know that what's coming down the pike conceivably is the biggest scandal in American history. And we are fighting right now for the soul of our democracy. And I, I want to say one thing about what's happening uh, in terms of the media. We can get into shock and awe, which is all about the, you know, uh, the free press and the attack on the free press and how difficult it is to get the truth out. If you guys look at your specific uh, ads that you have for your network, there are two ads that you run which basically focus on the importance of a free and independent media and a free press. We're on, You're under attack. The press is under attack. And right now, if you remove the ability to get the truth out, then you're going to have uh, the destruction of democracy. We don't have any more... Uh, there's no checks and balances from coming from the Congress. Right now, the courts are holding, but this is the first time in American history where you have a state-run television, Fox, uh, Breitbart, uh, Sinclair, and Alex Jones, aligned with the president of the united states that's very very tough the battle lines have been drawn and we're going to see whether or not democracy survives rob
5: you know more than just about anyone about storytelling and i wonder if you can sort of i, I know you know a lot of the granular details of the story about russia's role in meddling in 2016 but i wonder just as storytellers if the coalition you just listed the president of the united states his lemmings in in the house Uh, Republican uh, Freedom Caucus who are doing his bidding basically waging a war against the Trump appointee led Justice Department FBI the network you just listed are they doing a better job telling what is a false story than the truth tellers are doing
3: no the truth tellers are telling the better story the problem is that when you've got forty percent of the country that is only tuned in to the lies and they are cemented. It's very. It's going to be very hard for the truth to break through when uh, all of the information comes out. You have to understand. This is a counterintelligence uh, investigation. These things normally take years and years to unfold. We're seeing uh, Bob Mueller uh, uh, work at breakneck speed. I mean, he's gotten, like you say, all you these a guilty pleas, and this is all within a period of a year. When you compare it to uh, Benghazi, four years, c- the Clinton investigation that eventually wound up with uh, with an impeachment was six years. So uh, this is one year, and you just laid it out, Nicole, w- with uh, the the volume of what's happened in a year. It's astounding. I do believe, and I, you know, go with your earlier guest John Meacham, I have hope that democracy will survive. We've been tested before, but make no mistake about it, we are being tested right now just as to whether or not 241 years of self-rule will emerge. So Rob mentioned his new movie. Shock exactly, it all ties in here. It chronicles the true story of journalists who were credited with getting it right in the lead-up to the Iraq War, with reporting that questioned the nature of the Bush White House's justification for that war. Morning Joe now has the exclusive first look at the trailer. Let's take a look.
2: Hello
8: of Massachusetts, and hello friends of women of Massachusetts. I love you too. Thank you Mayor Walsh. I am glad to have this chance to stand shoulder to shoulder to fight alongside the mayor of Boston for the people of this country. Thank you. So, we're here today because of the power of women. The power of women to come up with good ideas like this rally. The power of women to organize like this rally and the power of women to make sure that as our country enters a new political era that the voices of the people will be heard yesterday donald trump was sworn in as president is now burned into my eyes forever and I hope the same is true for you
1: because we will
8: not forget we do not want to forget we will use that vision to make sure that we fight harder we fight tougher and we fight more passionately for than ever not just for the people whom Donald Trump supports, but for all of America. People are worried. Donald Trump's campaign was about attacks on women, attacks on African Americans, attacks on Latinas, attacks on religious groups, attacks on immigrants. A Trump-Pence Supreme Court could overturn Roe v. Wade and dissolve marriages of LGBTQ citizens. A Republican Congress is eager to rip away health care from millions of Americans.
2: America's
8: hard-working families have taken one punch after another. Decades of trickle-down economics And attacks on unions, attacks on wages, attacks on pensions, attacks on health care, attacks on social security, attacks on education, attacks on infrastructure and financial regulation have gutted America's middle class a broken criminal justice system, a broken voting rights system, and decades of systematic racism have kept people of color from having the same opportunities as other Americans throughout this country. The The fact is that the playing field has been tilted badly in favor of those at the top for a generation now. And now President Trump and the Republican Congress are ready to ram through laws that will tilt it even harder. Now we can whimper, we can whine, or we can fight back. Me, I'm here to fight back. I'm here to And that is why we come together today, hundreds of thousands of people in Boston, in Washington and across this country. We are in marches to say we are fighting back, that's who we are. We come here to stand shoulder to shoulder, to make clear we are here. We will not be silent. We will not play dead. We will fight for what we believe in. We have a vision, and that vision defines who we are as a people. First, we fight for basic dignity and respect for every human being. Period. No compromise, no backing up. And second, we fight for economic opportunity, not just for those at the top, but for everyone. All of our kids deserve a fighting chance to get ahead. Respect for everyone, economic opportunity for everyone, that is the American deal and that's what we fight for. You know, those core principles call out the best in who we are. For too long, American families have seen a government and an economy that isn't working for them, and Trump and the Republicans promised to make America worse. We're here because we are ready to fight for the people who want to build a country that works for all of us. That's why we're
1: here.
8: We come together to give each other strength. We come together to give each other courage. We come together to remind each other of our values. As we get ready to march, let us remind each other what we believe in, and why we fight, and why we will keep right on fighting. We believe that no one in this country should work full time and live in poverty. And
2: that means raising the minimum wage. Yes, it does. Paid overtime,
8: sick leave, we will fight for it. We believe that workers have a right to come together and to bargain together. Unions built America's middle class and unions will rebuild America's middle class. We believe that every young person is entitled to get an education without getting crushed by student loan debt. We believe in debt-free college. Now I'm going to say something that is really controversial in some places in Washington. We believe in science. We know that climate change is real and we have a moral responsibility to protect this earth for our children and our grandchildren. We also believe that immigration makes us a stronger country. We will not.
2: millions of families apart, not on our watch, and we believe
8: that sexism, racism, homophobia and bigotry have no place in this country, black lives matter, diversity makes our country We believe that equal means equal. And that's true in marriage. It's true every place. We will never stop fighting to ensure equality for all of our citizens. You know, I could do this all day. that I cannot believe I have to do in 2017. We believe in equal pay for equal work and a woman's right to decisions over her own body. Yes! 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 This is what we believe. This is what we will fight for. This is what we will march for. Are you ready to fight? And the day after that, that our voices are heard across yeah! America.
1: The George Wilder Jr. Show is now on the air. This is the talk of our times. The talk of our times. Let's talk, everybody. Broadcasting from Chicago. This is the talk of our times. The talk of our times. Let's talk, everybody. All righty. As I just got through discussing, the Republicans, (coughs) excuse me, wow, the Republicans vote to give Wall Street more of your money, and they're doing it with class. And this is why I say, the George Wilder Jr. show, I say, we have to vote these scoundrels out. There's no doubt about it. A lot of, as I've said several times, a lot of the Republicans in Congress, they despise what Trump is doing. The collusion, uh, trying to influence the election, trying to influence the FBI, obstructing some justice in every way, saying stupid and dumb stuff, tweeting like a madman, misspelling every. Word that he tweets says a lot of the a lot of things that just doesn't make sense. Lying. I'm I'm hearing that he even lied about about saying that a wall was being built. Yeah, he said a wall was being built on the border of California, between California and Mexico, a a wall. There is no wall being built. Donald Trump is a pathological. We all know this, a pathological liar. He's been lying from, I understand he's been lying since he was in his teens, from reports. And I believe those reports, because this guy, he lies and he just can't stop lying. He colludes and he just can't stop colluding. He obstructs justice and he just can't stop obstructing justice. He's guilty and he just can't stop uh, incriminating himself. Whatever it is, the Republicans keep saying they said they've seen no evidence of Donald Trump collusion or, uh, or messing around with the 2016 election. We've seen tons of evidence from Donald Trump himself because he acts guilty. He acts guilty. He obstructs. That's enough evidence right there saying that he is guilty. I guess what they're actually talking about is... Uh, concrete evidence, uh, evidence that they can see or read or something that can be proven. And all of this is going to have to take place in a court of law. The way Donald Trump is acting, uh, the way he is bullshitting out here, all of this stuff is going to come back and haunt him. And it's going to bury him. And he doesn't listen to his attorneys. He doesn't listen to his lawyers. That's evident because a lot of the things he's saying – He's incriminating himself in his tweets. He's letting everybody know that he's the dumbest tweeter in the world because he cannot spell. I mean, if you're the president of the, of the United States, at least you want to be able to spell. You want to look your best when you're tweeting. Donald Trump doesn't give a damn. He tweets. Uh, he tweets uh, uh, misspelled words, uh, uppercase, lowercase, parentheses. It's all mixed in there together, and you try and you have to. You're the reader. You have to try to decipher what the hell is he saying and in what context is he saying it. I mean, when you when you're reading a tweet of Donald Trump, you have to tear it apart to try to understand it. The man is the dumbest president ever. He's the most idiot, idiotic uh, president ever. And these guys and girls in Congress, they are letting this guy just destroy this country. So uh, I'm going to say this again and again and again. We have to get this clown up out of there. We have to do it ourselves, folks. Congress is not going to do it. They are aiding and abetting, as I've said several times on the show, we have to do this. And why do you and why am I always talking about politics on the show? Because I love America. You should love America. We, everybody should pay attention to what's going on in their country. Everybody, every every American who is, a, who is an American should be concerned for this country. I don't care who you are. If you're an American, you should be concerned. You should be worried. You should be scared to fucking death of what this man is trying to do and what the Republicans are letting him do with their lies and their craziness and their buffoonishness. A lot of these Republicans in office, they're just as nutty as Donald Trump. They're just as crazy as he is. They look just as silly as he is trying to tell the American people something that they ought to know, looking stupid and dumb, ignorant and saying, believe me, I know better, you know, nothing, you know, that you're going to be voted out of that fucking office in 2018 because you're stupid, you're dumb, you're a liar, you, your constituency be damned, you don't give a shit about the people in office. You are supposed to be representing the people who gave you your job. And what you're doing, you're kissing Donald Trump's ass and you're doing it gladly because you want to do it. We have to get these folks out of office, folks. I'm sorry to be so blunt and so plain, but that's the way I, where I feel about it. I, I think a lot of people don't talk as plainly as I do about this. The only people I know that's talking plainly about this is Maxine Waters. She's the only uh, Democrat that I know. Other uh, other Democrats are waiting for Trump to implode. Trump has already imploded. He's imploded a million times since he's been president. Lying through his teeth. Guilty is sin. And we know that. There's evidence of him, just by him acting guilty. Guilty. So I don't know. Robert Mueller, the special counsel who's investigating Russia meddling, he's a Republican. I don't know if he's going to be soft on Donald Trump because Donald Trump is a Republican. Remember, folks, before Donald Trump became a Republican, he was a lifelong Democrat. I think the fact, I think what made him become a Republican was the mere fact that he did not like Donald uh, He did not like Barack Obama, excuse me. Trump did not like Barack Obama. He became a racist. He did not like, well, he didn't become a racist. He always had been a racist, but it folded over uh, into the um, uh, Obama administration. I mean, it really took a toll on him. So he was a, Donald Trump was a Democrat. More years than he was a Republican. suddenly he had a <laughs> suddenly he had a uh, affinity uh, and uh, he changed his stripes. And I didn't know Donald Trump was that dumb. I mean, when Donald Trump uh, was um, inaugurated, I didn't wish for him to fail. I didn't want him to fail. I wanted him to be a great president. I wanted him to be at least a decent president. This guy has ended up being one of the worst presidents in the history of America. And I think he knows it. And, uh, whether he makes it to the midterms, whether he makes it to the, um, uh, to four terms in office, that has to be seen. But right now people are saying he's not going to make it to the midterms. And then there's people saying, well, if he, makes it to 2020 and try to run for re-election, he will totally lose because a lot of Republicans will not back him. There's no doubt about it. If he makes it to, to 2020, I mean, if he makes it to the midterms and he makes it to 2020, uh, he will be weakened if he makes it to the midterms. Totally weakened. That's why he's out there bashing Democrats with nothing but lies. Donald Trump lies left and right on Democrats. He lies through his teeth on Democrats. He gets off jerking off, lying on Democrats. And the thing about it, Democrats don't come out and and, and say he's lying. This is how, this is how Democrats get their asses beat time and time and time again. Because they do not fight back. They do not fight back. If someone lies on me, if someone is lying on me constantly all the time, I'm going to come out and say, hey, quit, the, quit lying on me. Democrats, they take it. They take a beating. And then they lose. Then you have some Democrats say, well, don't sink as low as they're sinking. Uh, you take the, uh, they'll take the low road. You take the high road. You heard that? If the Republicans take the low road, you take the the Republicans have been winning with the low road. Democrats take the high road and they lose. I'm not advocating uh, getting in the ring and fighting, uh, fighting it out with the Republicans, but that seems like the only alternative. You know, uh, is to fight back. You fight fire with fire. That's how you win. If you stand up and let somebody beat the hell out of you, and you don't. Fight. You're going to go to you're going to be bloodied up and you're going to lose. You fight fire with fire. If the Republicans are nasty, you get nasty. If they want to bully, you bully. If they're lying on you, you <laughs> you retaliate. This is how you win. Get in the ring with them. Uh, and those people out here who say, well, you don't, you don't go low like they low like like they do, I disagree with that. You, if they go low, you go low. If they go high, you go high. There's no sense of you, there's no sense of you um, being an angel, and they're being the devil, and they're kicking your ass, and they're uh, winning, winning, and you're taking the high road, and you're losing. So uh, a lot so if you're hearing that, take the high road instead of the low road while they're kicking your ass, you got to think about it. You fight fire with fire. They hit you, you hit them back, and you hit them harder. Don't let somebody hit you, and then you go run, on the, run hide, hide under the bed. They're going to win, and you're going to lose, even though you have, you have uh, all the right issues on your side, and they have all the wrong issues on their side. You have to fight fire with fire, and Democrats have to do this. And they have to stop listening to people who say, well, take the high road. Don't take the low road. You take the the high road, you're going to get your ass kicked. You got to get in the mud with them. You got to get in the mud. The Republicans want to get in the mud, get in the mud with them, and fight them on their own turf. Don't stand back and let a bully kick your ass because you want to take the high road because they're taking a low road. They're taking a low road and they're winning. You're taking a high road and you're losing. It's better to fight back than than not to fight at all. I'm not advocating violence here. I'm just saying, hey, wow, if the Republicans are screaming bloody murder, you scream bloody murder. Fight them on their own terms. These people are thugs, they're criminals, they're liars. They're con men. They're buffoons, they're criminals. I'm not saying go out and get a gun and shoot them in the head. I'm just saying, uh, uh, if the Republicans are screaming and calling you names, maybe you should do it because they're winning with this strategy. This is how the Republicans win. They win by cheating, they win by bullying, they win by conning, they win by fighting dirty. You should fight dirty, too. I'm not saying physically, no, but mentally, verbally, yes. If they're shouting and screaming at you and lying on you, you confront them and you let everybody see that you're confronting them. You will win. But if you stand back talking about take the high road instead of the low road, if they go low, you go high, that's bullshit. If they go high you go high. If they go low, you go low. This is a fight for our country. This is not a fight for us to sit back and let people bully us. We've got to get up off our ass and fight back. All right, you've been listening to the George Wilder Jr. Show on Pod Talk Radio. We're just about off the there, aren't we? Wow, it's been great. It's been beautiful. It's been wonderful. Let's do this, and then we will... Come back. The George Wilder Jr. Show is now on the air.
4: list of commandments was deliberately and artificially inflated to get it but in the bullshit department in the bullshit department a businessman can't hold a candle to a clergyman because i got to tell you the truth folks i got to tell you the truth when it comes to bullshit big time major league bullshit you have to stand in awe in awe of the all-time champion of false promises and exaggerated claims religion no contest no contest religion religion easily has the greatest bullshit story ever told think about it religion has actually convinced people that there's an invisible man he loves you he loves you and he needs money (laughs) he always needs money he's all powerful all perfect all knowing and all wise somehow just can't handle money Religion takes in billions of dollars, they pay no taxes, and they always need a little more. Now, you talk about a good bullshit story, holy shit. Thank you. But, thank you. But, thank, thank you very much. But I want you to know, I want you to know something, this is sincere, I want you to know when it comes to believing in God, I really tried. I really, really tried. I tried to believe that there is a God who created each of us in his own image and likeness, loves us very much, and keeps a close eye on things. I really tried to believe that, but I gotta tell you, the longer you live, the more you look around, the more you realize something is fucked up. (laughs) Something is wrong here. War, Disease, Death, Destruction, Hunger, Filth, Poverty, Torture, Crime, Corruption, and the Ice Capades. (laughs) Something is definitely wrong. This is not good work. If this is the best God can do, I am not impressed. Results like these do not belong on the resume of a supreme being. This is the kind of shit you'd expect from an office temp with a bad attitude. (laughs) And just between you and me, in between you and me if in any decently run universe this guy would have been out on his all-powerful ass a long time ago and by the way i say this guy because i firmly believe looking at these results that if there is a god it has to be a man no woman could or would ever fuck things up like this so so if 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 there is a God, if there is, I think most reasonable people might agree that he's at least incompetent and maybe, just maybe, doesn't give a shit. Doesn't give a shit, which I admire in a person and which would explain a lot of these bad results. So rather than be just another mindless religious robot, mindlessly and and aimlessly and blindly believing that all of this is in the hands of some spooky incompetent father figure who doesn't give a shit, I decided to look around for something else to worship. Something I could really count on. And immediately, I thought of the sun. Happened like that. Overnight, I became a sun worshiper. Well, not overnight. You can't see the sun at night. <laughs> the first thing the next morning, I became a sun worshiper. Several reasons. First of all, I can see the sun. George
1: Carlin on the George Wilder Jr. Show. into the George Wilder Jr. Show. Make sure you tune in tomorrow and we will be live once again on the George Wilder Jr. Show. There will be more
2: political talk.
1: <laughs> there will be more political talk on the George Wilder Jr. Show. And I want to thank everybody for tuning in. All right. Bye-bye. Have a great evening. Have a great um, weekend, whichever one comes first. But just stay safe, all right? And keep listening to the George Wilder Jr. Show. Even a podcast that are here, that are located on the George Washington Show, and make sure you go to my Amazon page and download a book or two or a story or two and just kind of escape away from reality for uh, a few hours or so. Uh, It's good for you. Try not to think about what's going on in the world. It'll make you depressed. Stay up, stay happy, stay motivated, and vote blue. Bye-bye, everybody. Take care.